Welcome to part two of the Bitcoin Crypto Masterclass. The last episode was an overview of how I got started. That was a recording from 2000, end of 2016, beginning of 2017, when I first heard about crypto. And this is an updated episode where I interviewed Dr. Sasha Wynn, who runs a company called Big Crypto. And they do masterminds all over the world. They did one in Hong Kong. They did a big one here in Bali just this past weekend. And sat down and interviewed him about 2019 and beyond where Bitcoin and crypto is going. We talked about the rise of it in 2017. We talked about the crash of it in 2018. And we talked about the uh, re come up here in 2019. Uh, this was filmed uh, and uh, recorded in... Uh, February. So just a couple months ago, since then, the market's come up a lot. We've got Bitcoin hitting $13,000 this past week, and looks like we're kind of entering a new bull market. So I'm going to let uh, Dr. Sasha take it away. You can check out his link on uh, Facebook. He also has a crypto mastermind group there if you want to join that. The link's in the show notes. And as always, if you want $10 of free Bitcoin, hit the link in the show notes below. And I give that away when you set up your first Coinbase uh, account. It's free to do. Your first order over $100, you make $10 free Bitcoin. And if you want to really dive deeper into crypto and Bitcoin and blockchain, I have two ebooks that I put together here. You can check those out and download them as well if you want to have a real, real uh, stronghold on what is really going on in this new currency that I really believe is the future. And not only is it a great uh, income investment opportunity, but it really is the future of money. We've got Facebook coming out with their Libra coin and things are happening in this space. So educate yourself, don't get left behind and enjoy this episode. As always, if you want to share this with a friend, go ahead, copy it, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, post in your story. If you have any questions or comments, you can watch this on YouTube. Leave them in the comment section below on YouTube. Subscribe at Quentin Carlin. And go ahead and leave a iTunes review, please and thank you, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, and we'll see you guys on the next episode soon. I have a future episode coming with a CEO of a founding new blockchain project for social media. Really, really cool project and talking about how you can actually start your own crypto coin and blockchain. So stay tuned for that coming up soon after this episode. Cheers. Awesome. Welcome back, everyone. Here today with my man, Sasha Vin, talking crypto, talking crypto. And it's so ironic because I was out actually about two nights ago at Old Man's. We're here in Bali, Indonesia. And the guy that introduced me to crypto that was from the Philippines was here in Bali that we ran into each other just randomly that I met in like 2017, like in like January. And I just ran into him randomly. I'm like, oh man, reconnecting. And then it's cool to meet you too because you've got a, a, a company and you do coaching in that industry. So I'm like, I, this is kind of like a, a full circle because Alex was my first podcast interview talking about crypto. And here we are full circle two years later uh, on my next trip. So man, it's been a wild ride, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So feel free to share your story, your background. For, yeah. 
uh, thanks for having me, Quinton. Absolutely. I um, really appreciate your energy and the, the amount of content you put out with your podcast. Uh, thanks, man. Um, yeah, my story is um, I'm actually a licensed dentist, so I worked as a dentist for a couple of years and also as a surgeon. And but um, health issues came along with, with that job, so I was looking for some passive income. I looked and I read a lot of books, um, but nothing really struck me. And then um, Bitcoin came along in 2017. It hit uh, it hit like 3,000, and I thought that this is this is ridiculous, right? It went up from 700 to 3,000 in, in six months. Looked up the technology, um, was excited about the technology, saw the possibilities, you know, the, the many issues uh, which can be solved with blockchain. And uh, with the financial uh, possibilities also, and I thought that's this this is amazing. I, I want to go all in, so that's what I did. I went all in on on, uh, on crypto, got into um, all this ICO craziness which happened in 2017. So that was right. really amazing. Yeah. Um, then in 2000, beginning of 2018, said I'm going to do this professionally. This is uh, this is exactly what I want to do. Went started my company, um, did more ICO research, found out that this, this whole market and whole industry of ICOs are really crooked. There are not, not many good players out there. Yeah. Um, then I started advisory service um, for some ICOs, which I found really good, and I wanted to help them in, in this market because many of those companies had amazing ideas, but they did lack the, 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 the insight, which I, I gained of six months just being 10, 12 hours a day in front of the computer and just chatting with people and just being in the space. And that enabled me to travel to a lot of conferences. I went to right. South Korea also, oh, okay. the Seoul, that was the big conference, my big breakthrough. After Seoul, South Korea, I met, I met amazing people, got into some um, really good groups and syndicates and mm -hmm. went further to, to Thailand, to India, Singapore, many other countries, Barcelona, London. Um, Berlin. To this is all in like the last year. That was 2018. So wow. 2018 was right, all yeah. about business developing for ICOs, for blockchain companies, also one KYC company. But then the whole market died out, and uh, we decided those companies they don't they're not listening well. Then they don't see that right. the market is deteriorating. They need to shift. So I, we shifted also away from it. And now we are in the education space. Um, we are also having a YouTube channel. We have a podcast where we educate people about the whole crypto space. We are. Uh, we consult, we advise, we trade ourselves, and that's where we are right now. Like I'm, mean, we're spending every day on crypto. I'm producing a video almost every day about crypto, nice. and um, yeah, that's what I love. Yeah, that's that's huge, man. So you went from being a dentist and a surgeon to going all in into crypto. Absolutely. So that's probably what I assume has been quite the wild ride of massive highs and some surprising lows, right? So can I ask when the peak hit? When Bitcoin hit twenty thousand. Were you selling at that time? Were you looking to kind of get out or you got positioned in pretty early, it seems like, so you probably weren't affected by the big dip, but just kind of, you know, whenever I meet somebody, I'm like always, when did you buy in? Have you sold? What's your plan? Right. So in 2017, I had no trading experience in that, in that point because mm -hmm. I was I was studying medicine the whole time and working on patients, so right. I felt there's no need for me to go into forex trading yeah. or any other trading in that, in that terms. Also, if you read Warren Buffett and if you read The Intelligent Investor, which everybody encouraged to read this book or listen to this book as an audiobook, there's only one way to invest for average person, that is just the dollar cost average into something yeah. you really believe or really understand, right. which would be index funds. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Of course, that's why you don't spend your um, afternoon trading some little thing. But then with Bitcoin, um, there's such a high potential, so I bought it on 3,000 US dollars. 
and uh, went on into a lot of ICOs and mm. but with all like a friend of mine told me we all drank the Kool-Aid yeah. in 2017 yeah we were just guzzling that Kool-Aid <laughs> yeah. I mean if you see 50x returns and 60x returns which yeah. I had on some ICOs you just you, you, you feel like it's yeah. going it's going forever. to end it's going forever and yeah. this the whole technology is just the beginning because if you still look at the market cap it's such a low it's market so, cap yeah, but of course it needs to grow organically so it went from 700 US dollars um, in 2000, January 2017, it went yeah. up to 20,000 US dollars, and people were predicting it to 50,000. So, of course, yeah. you're following people which are more experienced, like Mike Novogratz, for example, right, yeah. and those guys who made millions and millions of dollars their whole yeah. lives, and you believe that they, oh, Bitcoin will go to 50K. So, that yeah. was the belief back then in 2017, we will yeah. go to 50K, and we will correct the 20K, will correct to probably, let's say, um, 15K. Mm. So, it corrected to, 20, to 10K. And everybody thought, okay, don't worry, we'll bounce off of 10k. Yeah. It bounced off once from 12k, and then it, it dipped, it went up to 15k, and then it went down to 6k. Yeah. And then when it when it when it broke through 10k in January, it just plummeted. And January 7th, I think, and then it plummeted. It yeah. Just everybody knew, damn it, this is this is not substantial. We will hit the major correction, and um, at that that at that moment with 10k, I sold. A lot of positions I didn't sell all of my positions I was still believing in some of the altcoins I was yeah. holding and some of those ICOs yeah. but now with all the experience I'm having with all those conferences I went with all the people I talked with all the marketing agencies I talked I went I was on the blockchain cruise from Barcelona to Monaco I had a friend down there yeah yeah and you just saw so many scam companies just uh, mm just spending their money they, yeah. they scam from other people and just blatantly, they blatantly talked about what they were doing wow. and those companies they had no revenue model at all so right. all this year I ed educated myself more about all this um, all this how businesses should be run and all this crypto space yeah. what, what's, the, what's the big flaws in it so like I said what are the highs like 2017 until 10th of January 2018 was an absolute massive high yeah. it was ridiculous it was and 2018 was just a huge huge low and a huge realization of what was happening and the big yeah. players just took advantage of our non-knowledge yeah. and like I said you have to go in at a certain amount where nobody wants to go in so this is actually right now yeah. or the next couple, five months yeah. nobody's talking about crypto and that's actually the moment where you should you educate yourself yeah. and maybe get in with yeah. a dollar cost average like Warren Buffett said yeah. and just get a little position where you feel comfortable of losing and then when something like in 2017 happens, when the taxi driver is telling you about Bitcoin, that's the moment where you should get out and just let it go and wait for the next uh, Yeah, man, correction. I, I look back and I, I found crypto when Ethereum was $14 and Bitcoin was $900. And I was like, this makes sense. I actually was structuring to buy land in the Philippines through Bitcoin, because I was trying, that's how I heard about it, because I was trying to send money from Canada to the Philippines to buy this land that I wanted to buy. And then this guy, Alex, that I met in the Philippines, he's a big crypto guy. And he's like, why don't you just send it through Bitcoin? And I'm like, I want to take you for dinner and tell me everything you know about this. So that's how I got involved. So luckily I got in quite early and I went pretty heavily in. And I talk about this in my book. Like I put about $20,000 in and then I saw it keep going up and I put another $10,000 in. And like that $30,000 peaked at about a quarter of a million which was insane, you know, like just like within like literally like eight months. Right. But I was thinking the same thing, like this is going to 50,000, I'm going to be a million, you know, like it's going to be a million dollar yeah. portfolio. 
And so I didn't sell anything. And I was in Australia last year, exactly at this time. And I just remember seeing it just go, boom, this is like February, or I was in Australia in January last, last year. And I remember like looking at my blockfolio and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And uh, yeah, I haven't sold anything. Just, I, have, I haven't sold anything, I'm just still holding everything. And uh, it's been a wild ride of just like some euphoria and just some like, what the fuck? Yeah, absolutely. So the hindsight, uh, you know, uh, what's that saying? Uh, everything is, you have 100% hindsight if you, when you look back at something. Like I wish that I was more, I guess, plugged in. Not that I wasn't plugged in, I was like, I was like a crackhead. Like I was like doing day trading with altcoins, I was doing ICOs, I was just like every day in my accounts. Everyone, yeah, 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 I was like a fiend, like checking. Like remember when John McAfee was doing yeah. his tweets and then the whatever he pumped would spike? Like I was literally waiting for him to tweet and I had notifications on my phone. But as soon as he sent out a tweet, I go and I buy whatever he pumps. I want to point. I want to. I want to point nuts. point out something here, right? So John McAfee, amazing guy. We have an interview with him. We met him a couple of times. Went also went drinking with him. So oh, that's been wild. This this guy is this guy is special. But um, you pointed out a really good point. Like his tweets went bananas, right? So you had an alarm set up to, yeah. to go on Binance and then buy this coin, but. At that moment, it's already too late. So, yeah. but what big and big massive in the crypto space is box trading. So those those programmers, um, those those I don't know, Russians mostly, they had bots programmed. As soon as um, John Mitteki tweeted something, they analyzed the tweet, yeah. they saw which coin, and boom, they bought it on Binance in a second. Right? Yeah. This this didn't take a couple of seconds, and the coin already pumped. Yeah. I guess I, I remember one tweet of him. It was a minute old. I look, I was on Binance at that moment, and it already pumped ten percent. Yeah. It was ridiculous, so that's why what, what we try to educate people on our channel that um, there's so much bot trading out there. You really need to be careful of of, of all those altcoin crazy pump gains. You can have like a 100% return in, in one hour, and just to understand psychology of the market and of of trading and to get rid of the FOMO. Like for me personally, I have huge FOMO, mm -hmm. so that's what happened in 2017. I couldn't sleep. I was just yeah, constantly on there. Why didn't I? catch that that coin yeah. and now with all the knowledge I'm having I just um, realized um, I can calm down way more and that's what I'm trying to teach everybody in our channel just to yeah. stay calm in this whole huge market Slow and steady wins the race and be good with it and yeah. go to sleep without freaking out because yeah. of some coin I wouldn't I, I would be up like I remember I would be up until like 3 4 in the morning because it's South Korea time waiting to get into an ICO, you know what I mean? Like, just like waiting to send my Ethereum, just like, like a crackhead. I was literally a crypto crackhead. That'd be a good URL name. Um, <laughs> so what are some of the altcoins you do like, like outside of Bitcoin and Ethereum? Like, what, what do you got your eye on? Um, so at the moment, there are a couple of, of, uh, of good ones, which is, like, I, me personally, I like PundiX because we're also here in Indonesia, we're here in Bali, so they, um, they are, Registered in Jakarta, they do regular events here in, in Bali. They presented the blockchain form here. So they're a hard-working company. <clears throat> they are doing point of sale devices. But you also have to realize like they are a hard-working company, but they don't have the huge backing of those um, point of sale um, companies which like Circle, which have hundreds of thousands of customers and yeah. merchants already. So they are against those guys. So right. I, I really are passionate about the whole community of them but I'm a little concerned that they can really pull, uh, push through and yeah. come through yeah. and uh, companies who are at the moment um, 
are still killing it are, are the older ones, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the ones the who are the, the old, they're all out there for longer, who yeah. are really trying to push. The only only one, yeah. I mean, it's 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 bad to do predictions because of the company. Because what you have to realize, all those companies are all still startups. I mean, everything yeah. under under five years is a startup, yeah. right? So Ethereum is actually still a startup, and they are struggling to have revenue model, right? The only revenue model they're having at the moment is they are minting new coins, mm. and those coins are then sold for, I guess, yeah. uh, to us, and that's how they get money, right? Speculation. Yeah. Absolutely, and you should be passionate about the price probably not mm. about the, the company where most of them don't have a uh, have a working revenue model at the yeah. moment yeah. but they hopefully will have them in one or two years if they were really the only one that does have an actual product is steam steam it's done very well you know like as an actual usable <laughs> application are you familiar with steam absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like I, I have a bunch of buddies that make quite a bit of money or they used to just from blogging on steam and for me, I, my coins were like EOS. I like EOS. I like Neo. Uh, I think Ripple has a kind of a love-hate relationship in the industry. But the fact that it's it's really the main coin that's gonna or that's getting the most attention by banks for doing remittance payments and so on that shows the usability for it for sure. Um, but yeah, I've got so many other ones that I'm... I mean, you touched on, on on XRP or Ripple. Yeah. Um, short explanation, right? Ripple is the company, XRP is the coin. Yeah. Ripple Labs, the Ripple Labs company has two um, technologies which they are um, pushing to the 200 customers, which are banks, small mm -hmm. banks, small banks, not big banks, um, and financial service providers. And this is XRapid, right, the, um, which is... Um, used for this remittance payments yeah. um, settlements and they don't need the XRP coin mm. so the XRP coin which is traded is actually or which was minted was actually just a, um, an incentive for for, to, for Ripple Labs to give to give a bank for example I'm Ripple Labs your bank I want mm. you as a customer use my technology I'll be like you know what if you use That's XRapid fair. I give you 100 million of XRP coins oh, wow. and you just uh, you just go on exchanges or the scene you sell them you you get 100 million and I as Ripple Labs company I just it cost me nothing yeah and you got the 100 million from all the users like us so XRP has a huge community the XRP yeah. army online if you can if you look up there are people just crazy about XRP yeah I'm it's, like, it's like sports teams people are exactly. so fanatic about their coins it's like a sports team exactly yeah. and then I'm super bullish on the ripple technology yeah like ripple labs the company the X rapid solution they're having I'm, I'm really grateful for them they're showing us the usability of, of um, distributed ledger technology because X rapid and ripple they don't have a blockchain they have a a distributed ledger yeah. technology. There's a little slight difference here, but be kept, that's the that's the things we are trying to educate on our channel. Mm -hmm. Like X, XRP, you can make a good amount of money with it, but be be clear, it has not really a use case, a little one right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's just so much, you know. Like exactly, I, I, there, there's so much. So let me ask you a question. Like, um, mm -hmm. so what? Um, are you still looking up for crypto, or are you not? Is the interest gone? Or what no, would give no, not you gone. So, so like I, I needed a break though. Like I was just like it was just consuming my life, you know. For like, and then I actually so I was doing the trading, and then I actually put together I put together a three hundred page book. Like I wrote two books total, three hundred pages. So one was all about how to invest, you know, like the the setting up your ledger hardware wallet, just like how to be safe investing in crypto. 
kind of like a manual guide. And then the second book was more about like my coin pick. So I had like the altcoins, ICOs. And at that time too, I was actually an advisor for a company that I was doing the marketing for them. That was, uh, we actually, they actually didn't launch because that was when recently when all the, I guess, SEC was coming out for all ICOs and our founders were like, we don't really want to go into this market now with this. So, but I was working on that project for about six months doing the startups for the ICO, but we actually never pulled the trigger on it. So I was like heavily immersed in crypto. In South Korea? Uh, no, they were based out of San Francisco. Um, but the, the founder, Tuki, which is a guy you should totally connect with, because he's like, he, yeah, he's heavily, like he, he's like the keynote speaker at a lot of these conferences. So he's doing, he's got a, a couple offices in South Korea for yeah. crypto. And yeah, so that was my involvement. And then basically a year ago when I came back from Australia, when the market tanked, I was like, all right, I need to kind of like detox from this a little bit. And then I'm still definitely interested. I check it all the time. I'm very still plugged in. Look at this, his phone. But yeah, that's how we. That's how you spotted me, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's all it's there all the time. Yeah. Um, as, as I get a as I get a call, that's pretty funny. Um, it's Bitcoin calling. Um, Satoshi. So so yeah. Well, the thing is, Tufi, he was involved with Bitcoin Gold, which was before Bitcoin. So he, and I've asked him straight up, I'm like, do you know who Satoshi is? And he's like, I can't. He's like, do you want me to tell you the truth? Or no, what did he He said something, and I'm like, he's like, if I tell you, I have to lie. You know, so like, this guy, he's, he's an OG. So just being in a space with all these guys was like pretty interesting. And, and I went to San Francisco for the Blockchain Expo, which was like 8,000 people there in uh, October. 2017? Yeah, October 2017. So yeah, man. Like I, I met like the founders of a lot of these companies, and the one talking about the scams. There's this one 10x. Uh, oh no, no, not not 10x. It was called uh, oh, what was it called? Anyway, the guy that the one that had Floyd Mayweather and uh, yeah, I don't know the name. Yeah, I can't remember. But I met, I literally met those two founders there, yeah. and then like a few months later, I'm seeing these articles that they're like indicted. You know, like. Yeah, so there's a lot of shadiness that goes on in the industry for sure. I'm really uh, interested in the big companies like um, you see Icon. Yeah, they, yeah, they're in Korea. They're in Korea. Yeah. That's why it's super interesting for you. I met yeah. um, and um, I'm really interested in those companies, right? The ones who are still around, yeah. but they tank 98% of their price. Right. And how is the company structured now? They made so much money. How are they using yeah. it? How did are they implementing the technology? Yeah. Or are they trying to pull back and, and just exit? Uh, silently. So right? what, what do you see happening? Do you think a lot of these companies are trying to act it? And Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Most of those companies, it's a real big threat is just overfunding. Mm. So if you have, uh, imagine like if we would have a startup together and we raise suddenly, we're raising 30 million US dollar to to build something which gives us revenue maybe in two to three years. Yeah. But then also small revenue. Like what, I mean, so many people would just say, you know what, maybe we should just do less, keep the money. And then maybe go into another startup, which gives us more money. Right. And that's what most of those those companies are doing. They, I mean, Substratum is the best example. The last couple of days. Which one? Substratum. Okay. They got huge push in 2017, and now they they they, they, they that's the funniest thing. They announced a couple of weeks ago, we are running out of funding. We are starting trading now. That's, that's ridiculous. That's not a bad. That's not a good sign. Yeah. Well, the right. late the latest thing you probably heard of was Quadriga. 
the big Canadian exchange yeah, that just right. like the so basically this was the exchange that I bought my first crypto on because I'm from Canada and so I was so paranoid because luckily I I research and I might never keep my coins on an exchange because an exchange holds your private keys if you if they go under or they get hacked then all your crypto is gone and what happened with this situation was the CEO allegedly died. Apparently, there's like people that don't believe that actually happened. And they're saying that he was the only one that had the private keys, which was like the password to get access to like literally $120 million, I think it was, $120 million worth of crypto. And basically is now bankrupt. And this was like the biggest exchange in Canada that poof overnight because one guy allegedly died and there's all these conspiracy theories now that people saying that he's not dead that they're just trying to exit scam basically so I mean it's easy to to check because it's it's a blockchain so, so you, you can have, see yeah you can see, see funds moves. were moved yeah. and apparently funds were moved after he died oh is that what it was that's what that's what oh the, I never like, heard that yeah, I never that's heard what that. the latest information is oh, so wow that's why you in that's why it's just so good shady. He's 30 years old. He was 30 years old. 10 days before he went to India, where he apparently died of Morbus Crohn's disease, which is an autoimmune disease, where it's not that common to die from. Yeah. And then also, if you have Morbus Crohn, then you go to India without medication. That's all really shady. Yeah. And then he, uh, 10 days before he went to India, he made a last wish where he gave all his real estate, his yachts, his houses to his wife, and even 100k for his two dogs. But he didn't give anybody the private keys to his to for his uh, exchange, and his laptop is that hard encrypted that hackers can't access it. So it's all so shady that it's just it's just normal to be an exit scam here. And this guy probably just exited, and he will come back up in, or probably he will right. show up in Bali, and we will meet him right here. Could also be. But this is crypto, right? This you have crypto. to be so 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 careful. And that's why yeah. we, we are passionate about you know educating, educating people. Yeah. About about all the shady things like we our channel is called Big Crypto and we just focus on the big stuff, trying to screen all the all the, the non important things for you guys. So we just prepare, prepare everything, give you the big important things. Yeah, no, that's huge. That's yeah. huge because there's just so many scams. Like look at BitConnect. That was that was that was like the ninth market cap coin, right? Like it's a 1.7 billion dollar scam. 1.7 billion dollars just gone overnight they just closed the doors and absolutely they started a new ICO they closed the doors and then they said oh, what we're gonna do a new one don't worry and people threw money in it it was ridiculous it was absolutely ridiculous but it's I mean I think to wrap this up let's talk about yeah. um, what I'm passionate about psychology about the market and where we see the market right, going yeah. so where, where, where do you think it's gonna happen where's it going I think like we are at the end of of, a, of, a, of the downwards turn so people are in technical analysis terms, we are almost at the end of, of the bear market. We are all hopefully soon entering consolidation phase, which takes another six, five, six to nine months. And then we can have start a new bull market. But on the that, so that's the TA perspective, the psychology, psychological mm -hmm. best perspective, which I like is just people need to forget what happened. You know, yeah, right. they need to forget all the craziness, the money they lost. They yeah. need to heal internally and then they can start be excited again about crypto and at yeah. that moment hopefully technologies like lightning network right. are ready and um our layer two solutions state channels are ready and where people can f see finally oh the technology went further 
everything which was promised in 2017 things are finally here yeah and and this is this was not a joke i was actually right going into it in 2017 i was just not smart enough and now i am smart enough i have the experience i lost money but i know i can make money here again they will yeah. then they will put money back in again so i feel we will have a really boring year in 2019 a lot of in interesting films will happen like jp morgan right, is entering yeah. blockchain they announced their own coin which is amazing but nobody cares and at the end of 2019 we will we can start getting ridiculous about it again mm. but it won't be a bull run like in 2017 i think there was one time yeah one time event like the like the dot com bubble, bubble in 1999 but crypto is still the best performing or bitcoin is still the best performing asset in the last 10 years and yeah. it will stay like this right Definitely. so where how high do you think bitcoin will go the next so the next it all goes in cycles yeah so i so think the next, the next cycle people predicted to go to 30k so that's the next cycle and after yeah. this because we will before we reach 2000 yeah. 20,000 we will correct further down when we finally breach 20k yeah. we will have a little frenzy until 30k and then we'll correct again yeah so i feel like that's it's all goes in phases and if you never nobody can predict where bitcoin will go you can go to 50k 100k or half a million and it moves but fast it can move fast up or down you know it can exactly move fast. Uh, last question are you mostly holding bitcoin or alts or what's your portfolio look like like mostly bitcoin because if you yeah. understand what decentralization is and if you understand um, um startup investing is a really really risky business and you have to um you have to trust the ceo of a company then you realize most coins are startups have a ceo yeah. and that's just risky business investing in them especially yeah. holding if you want to invest and hold in a coin it's 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 bitcoin and then after bitcoin just is hardly anything there yeah if you want to hold XRP then you really have to trust the company and believe in the company and that's it yeah. Yeah. awesome man well thanks so much for uh, taking the time and sharing your expertise guys check him out on Instagram YouTube and his uh, social media we'll have the links below here so yeah 2019 we're in February here we'll see where it goes and to the moon to the <laughs> December 2019 definitely some play it's not a uh, uh, point in time for crypto to watch out for i think that's where we're gonna get, have smiles again and we're gonna remember those uh those bad times just yeah. as this distinct memory thank you so it's much. a roller coaster see you guys on the next one cheers